Welcome to the Kitchen Table Podcast, where the table comes in all sizes, shapes, and styles. Join Kyle and Seth as we explore the journey of food from our field to your dinner plate. The one guarantee is that there will always be a seat for everyone at the kitchen table. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Kitchen Table Podcast. It's always my sincere joy and pleasure to be able to sit down and visit with each and every one of you weekly around our kitchen table. Uh, before we get started tonight, uh, Kyle is unable to join us because he's been feeling a little under the weather this week and certainly want to give him the best wishes as he is on the mend and getting ready to enter the Thanksgiving holiday. And man, it's uh, it's incredible that Thanksgiving is upon us. The holiday season is getting ready to start here in mid to late November and, and uh, certainly my favorite time of the year. It's always fun for me to be able to invite different guests into, into the kitchen table or to the kitchen table, I should say, in some cases. And that way we can gather different perspectives about family, life, happiness, and then in the, this case, what celebrations mean to us. So I'm very pleased to have a very special guest today, and it is my daughter, Mackenzie. Mackenzie, how are you? Good. So Mackenzie, as we get started, one of the things that we always talk about on the kitchen table is the background of individuals and everyone is starting to figure out my background, but I'd be really curious to hear about you. How old are you? What grade of school are you in? And then what are your favorite things to do at the farm? Go ahead. How old I am? I'm seven. Okay. Very good. What grade are you in? I'm in second grade. All right. And then what is your favorite activity to do at the farm? Walk my calf. Walk your calf. There you have it, folks. We have a seven-year-old who loves to walk her calf, and she's an incredibly hard worker, and she works very, very hard at it. Mackenzie, one of the things that we do at the kitchen table is we talk about agriculture in one word. And do you know what agriculture is, right? No. Do you know what farming is? Do you think the average person knows what farming is? Mm, I don't know. Well, did you know that less than 2% of our population, of everyone that lives in the United States, lives on a farm? Did you know that? No. Okay. So in one word, explain what farming means to you. Does it mean food? Does it mean fun? Just give me one word. Exciting. Okay, I can get behind exciting. Now, why is it exciting to you? Because I can always watch baby calves get born. Oh, okay, okay. I like baby calves. Now, go into a little bit of detail as why you like farming so much. What, who got you started in farming? Grandpa. Your grandpa did, okay. And what, is, what does your grandpa do? He farms on a dairy farm. Yep. And how many cows does he milk? 500. 500 cows. Mackenzie would be a fifth generation farmer and uh, she's very committed and very passionate about farming. Wouldn't you say you're very committed about farming? Mm-hmm. Good. Folks, it's uh, uh, I put a lot of thought into my one word for the week and I always try to do something heartfelt and something that is intriguing for everyone. And for me this week, my my word is very simple. My word is heat. 
Uh, as Mackenzie can attest, the last 36 hours has been really pretty interesting in the Earl household as we have went without heat for that period of time while we made our conversion from propane to natural gas. It was not necessarily super smooth, but we finally have heat as of two hours ago. On a serious note, I, I talk about why heat is important, and it's one of the most important things when it comes to growing a crop. And then having a warm sense about you when talking to other people and having a warm personality is why it's really important to be nice to everyone, especially here in the holiday season. But we need to be nice. We need to be warm to to everyone. And sometimes that can lead to conversations that heat up around kitchen tables and it can lead to really important growth opportunities for everyone involved. I really believe that it is that there's nothing wrong with having disagreements when you're having conversations, but it's about how you can constructively build upon each other and talk about the differences that you may have at hand. And so that's really important. The other reason I bring up heat is talking about the winter months and talking about some of the difficulties of higher heating costs and higher costs in terms of maintaining a home. And certainly want to offer a fair amount of goodwill and good tidings and just be thinking of the people that may not be as fortunate as, as all of us. And if you're one of those individuals that need help, seek it in the right places, have, have conversations, have productive conversations, find the proper officials. And there are certainly a lot of people around that want to help out. So I want to shift my attention back to, uh, back to Miss McKenzie here. And she is an absolute rock star in the classroom. She gets straight A's. She reads at basically a fourth grade level as a second grader, which is pretty amazing. I don't think she got that from her daddy or her mama, maybe her mama. And then she's a very good math student also. Mackenzie, I want to ask you, you mentioned earlier that some of the favorite things to do at the farm is to walk your calf. Can you give us the name or names of your calves? My first calf's name was Brownie, and then Olivia, and then May May. May May. <laughs> yeah, so here's an interesting story. So your calf this year was named May May, right? Mm -hmm. Why did you name your calf May May? For sure. Name was May, and I wanted to name her Mayo, and then that. Madison wanted to name her May, so I said May May. Uh huh. And Madison wanted to name her May because that's the only way that she would remember what month the calf was born in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. A lot of our listeners are people that may not have grown up on a farm or or lived on a farm, and you talk about walking a calf. Explain what walking a calf actually is. Mm, putting a halter on a calf. And then, and then you hold on to it and then you just walk around. You walk around. And then what do you actually do with the calf then? Do you take her to fair? Mm -hmm. Okay. And what, is, what sorts of things do you do at the fair? Um, show her. Okay. Yep. You show her. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, outside of walking your calf and going to fair, what are some of your other favorite things to do at the farm? You said something about watching babies be born. Every time I, I get done by walking my calf, I go and see if there's a baby born. If there's a baby born, then I go, then I watch it for an hour. You watch it for an hour. I didn't even know that. It must be daddy's busy doing other things. Yeah. If you had to guess, 
how many calves have you seen be born? Uh, ten. Ten? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's pretty good. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of calves come into the world. So your mama works very hard at taking care of cows and calves and making sure that everything is neat and clean and that those animals are well taken care of. She holds national certifications from the Association of Farmers Assuring Responsible Management. It's a set program of best management practices that talk about how cattle and livestock should be handled and should be maintained, should be taken care of. I think, Mackenzie, you could understand that some of what, what are some of the things when you have May May or you had Brownie at the fair, how did you have to take care of that calf? Uh, give it nice bedding. Nice bedding. What kind of bedding were you using? Wood chips. Yeah, wood shavings. Okay. And then what else were you doing with the calf while you were there? Uh, practicing walking in the, in the pen where, every, where I show my calf. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And then you did you feed and water your calf every day? Yes. If you had to guess, here's an interesting question. And I'll put the pictures up on our on our Facebook account also in our group page to show some of these things. But if you had to guess, how many people pet May May at fair this year? Uh hundreds? Yes. I would say definitely hundreds. And now why do you like to let people pet your calf? Because then maybe then maybe we'll get more used to them. So if so if she sees if so every time when I go and walk her, she's not scared of me. Okay. Or of other people. Yeah. Have you ever thought that maybe people are scared of calves? Have you ever seen a person that was scared to pet Maymay or Brownie or uh Olivia? Miles and Maddie. My also you so very good friends of Mackenzie's, Miles and Maddie were afraid to pet your calf and then they ended up petting her, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Not Miles. What did you show them? Did you show them how to take care of her? I showed her that she, Miles thought he, she could bite. So, so I put, so I petted her and she didn't, and I told her they don't have teeth. Mm -hmm. They don't have, yeah, they don't always have teeth. They don't have any teeth on their upper, right? Mm -hmm. Their upper mouth. Something mama says, I think so. Okay. So when you're at the farm, explain this. And I'm always curious to hear this from a seven-year-old's perspective, because I can remember when I was seven and going to the farm and I didn't grow up on a farm. I grew up on a lake and I had, I had my best friends growing up were farmers. And so I would go over there and ride in tractors and stuff like that. Do you like riding in tractors? And what sorts of things are we doing if you are riding with us? I like riding in tractors. Uh-huh. When I'm in a tractor, I usually sleep, color, and talk. Yes, you're very you're very good at all three. <laughs> so for our folks that are out there that have never had had the pleasure of having a kid in right in the tractor cab with you, it is 100% the easiest way to get a kid to fall asleep because I swear it is less than 10 minutes in that that young individual is all curled up and, and sleep. Most of the tractors at the farm have what we call buddy seats. And so that little buddy, that little friend of ours can sit right next to us and talk. And sometimes it's some of those conversations that really go a long way and no different than a lot of other parents that are out there. I'm busy. Lindsay's busy. And we just want our girls to spend a really, a really valuable time with us. And that may look different for every family. 
it may be sitting in a tractor cab or it may be sitting in a car seat, but having conversations with your children is really important. And one of the things that I've always, Mackenzie and I are road warriors together, right? We travel a lot together. What do you call, what do you call yourself when you're riding with me in a truck? Sleeper waker. Stayer waker. Stayer waker. Stayer waker. And what is, uh, what are some of the things that we can talk about when, uh, when we're driving? Do we look at crops? Do we look for deer? Yes. Okay. Do we try to go visit good friends? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so Mackenzie, I wanted to gather your perspective also. We've kind of done some introductions and know that you like to farm and that, that your grandpa milks cows. And then do you know where your grandpa's milk goes after it leaves the farm? Wisconsin. It goes to Wisconsin? Yeah. From Michigan. That's a long way to go, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And what does his milk get used for? Cheese. It gets used for cheese. Yep. What else? Ice cream maybe sometimes. Sometimes it is used for ice cream. And who doesn't like delicious ice cream, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good. So you have it, folks, from a seven-year-old who absolutely loves ice cream and loves cheese to go on her pizza. That's two products that her grandpa's farm takes takes their milk to. And and most milk is marketed through a cooperative. And so there's multiple farms that go through and pool their milk. They bring all their milk to a central processing plant so that milk can be processed and then pasteurized and, and be made safe for families or for people to consume in its various forms, whether that be cream, whether that be butter, whether that be whipped cream, whether that be ice cream, and certainly fluid milk, and all sorts of fun activities that people like. And, and so I want to kind of shift our focus. We talked about milk and cows, and we talked about some of the aspects of that and why you like being on the farm. You know next week is Thanksgiving, right? Yes. Okay. And so with Thanksgiving, what is your favorite part about seeing about Thanksgiving? Seeing my family. Seeing your family? Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's because we, and uh, that's because we don't live near all of our family, do we? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so when you're at Thanksgiving dinner, what is your favorite food to eat? Turkey. Your favorite food to eat is turkey for Thanksgiving. Yes. I'm kind of shocked by that. So do you know where turkeys are grown then? No. You don't. So turkeys are grown all over the country in various states. And Obviously, with the big time of the year is Thanksgiving that those turkeys are consumed. Mackenzie, we always talk about where our food comes from. And you have a pretty good idea where your food comes from, right? Yes. You, you know it comes from a farm, right? Yes. And then you know it has to go be safe, right? Yes. It has to go through food processing. It has to go through different sorts of testing. So what if I told you? that the biggest turkey producing state in the country is Minnesota. Would you believe me? Yes. And our second biggest turkey producing state is North Carolina. Other states are, a lot of the Corn Belt states are really big for poultry. In the agricultural world, we call those the I states. Those are areas that we can just go through and be able to produce uh, a lot of corn and a lot of commodities for animals to consume. Mackenzie, when you're talking about eating turkey and turkeys being your favorite part, when we talk about that they need corn to grow, you understand that corn is grown 
in states like Indiana, Illinois, Michigan, Ohio, Iowa, Minnesota, Missouri, and I think I said Illinois already, right? Those are the biggest corn producing states in the country. And I'm sure I've missed a couple, but I was just rattling them off. One of the cool things that they talk about growing turkeys, and, and this is a question that's kind of been filtered into our podcast here the last couple of weeks. They're talking about how long to grow. Now, Ken's, if I asked you, how long do you think a turkey has to grow to become full size? Um, years. Years? Well, a turkey can live to be up to 10 years old. But the ones that we eat for Thanksgiving, they grow to be that big in about four to five months. Pretty fast, huh? Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Here's a good question then, because I know how both you and your sister think. What are your ladies, my little ladies, what are your favorite sweet foods to eat at Thanksgiving? Um, I don't really eat any sweet food. You don't really eat any sweet food says our bucket of Halloween candy that is still upstairs. So I don't necessarily believe you when you say that. I don't know. Okay. Do you like pie? No. Do you like pumpkin pie? No. No? Do you like cake? No. That's a good point because nor do I. So, okay. So we'll skip that and come on back. So um, what other type of food do you like to eat at Thanksgiving? Um, I don't know. Okay. So Mackenzie, kind of thinking back. You talked about how Thanksgiving, the, your favorite part is being able to see friends and being able to see your cousins. I guess family is how you had worded it. And then also friends, too. I want you to explain a little bit more about yourself and and some of your very favorite activities to do. And then what you want to do when you grow up. Mm, what I want to do when I grow up? Yes. I want to be a horse farmer and cow farmer. You want to be a horse farmer and a cow farmer? Yes. I can get behind cows. I don't know if I can get behind horses or not. Why do you want cows? Because the cat, the dairy farm has been alive for 100 years. 100 years. Okay. And that means a lot to you, doesn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. You And do you think you can run that farm someday? Yes. Yeah? Do you think you can milk all the cows? Yes. Okay. Do you think you can feed those cows? Mm, yeah. I I milk, I milk cows once. Uh-huh. Well, you're a little young yet, but we'll teach you how. Okay. And then you understand that you need a really good team behind you working then also, right? Yes. Okay. And then your mommy and daddy will probably be there to help out every now and then, right? Yeah. Okay. But you're more than talented enough to go run a farm. Or any business or any career that you want to go do, right? You know that. Now I have to ask you this, though. Why a horse farm? Horses have been my favorite animal. I think says every young lady that watches Disney movies across the country, right? (laughs) Have you ever ridden a horse? Yes. Yes? Okay, where at? Up in Yellowstone on the mountains. Mm -hmm. And... 20 minutes away from our house at Rainbow Ranch. Okay, good. And how many of those times did daddy go with you? Once. Because <laughs> daddy doesn't like riding horses, right? I'm curious, Mackenzie, is there anything that you want to tell our listeners about celebrating holidays? Anything at all? And I'm, I'm curious because I think a really important part of our society is our youth. 
and you are the future. You're also the present, right? I want you to, to hear from you about what you want to tell people about how to celebrate the good things. I always talk about the small things, don't I? It's the small things that matter. Isn't that what I always say? What, what matters to you? What are some small things about when you're celebrating holidays? No. All right. So we talked about family, talked about friends, and then talked about the good food, right? Yes. So from your from your point of view, you see mommy and daddy go to work every day, right? Yes. Okay. Do you think that mommy and daddy try to work with people that have that haven't necessarily been raised on a farm or know a lot about a farm? Do we try doing a good job working with them and helping them learn about farms? Yeah. Yeah. Do you like that about us? Yeah. Okay, because we work with a lot of people, don't we? Yeah. And what's your favorite part? We get to work with Team Chocolate Milk? Mm-hmm. And you get to wear the Team Chocolate Milk apparel? I don't have Well, you wear Mama's, so. I've never worn hers. Oh, well, okay. So, folks, I, I kind of want to start to draw this episode of the Kitchen Table Podcast to a close. And I want to take a step back and... Think about the celebrations, think about the small things in life and think about family and friends and food and the heat that uh, that provides for all of us. And especially as we go into a new or a new holiday season, I guess you could say in some cases, uh, but certainly next week when we're looking at the real meaning of Thanksgiving and celebrations and realize that. There are people out there that are not necessarily warm. Some of them are cold in their houses. Some of them are cold in their hearts. And take a moment to take some time out of your day and to be able to meet with those people and talk with those people and really, truly make a positive impact on every day, every person's life. Uh, throughout the celebration series, we've talked about various products. We've talked about yams being grown in South Carolina on a farm that could date back over 230 years we talked tonight with Mackenzie a little bit about a 500 cow dairy farm that's been in the family for over a hundred years. Then we've also looked at the harvest obstacles and challenges that have really occurred this, this fall growing season. But the one thing that is in common is the people that are growing food and putting it on your table. Keep encouraging those conversations as people ask us questions and as people ask us where certain products come from and certainly want to build upon the conversations that are already occurring. And we really appreciate every one of us, every one of you that are listening to us. Feel free to ask us questions. Like I said, Kyle couldn't be here tonight, but he certainly echoes that same sentiment and he has an outstanding young family too. And, and as he and I embark on this venture, it, one of the cool things is, is that our families are going through this too. And so when Kyle and I, obviously living from four states away, are having these podcast conversations, our families are also listening a lot of times. And so they've seen, they've seen some of the growth and some of the obstacles and some of the challenges. And uh, I'm very, very blessed to have Mackenzie, who was willing to join me today she is a YouTube sensation with some of her YouTube videos that she does about work on a dairy farm, teaching you how to milk cows, teaching you how the process of feeding cows and the process of, uh, I guess, just a virtual tour, you could say, of a dairy farm. And so feel free to find her on YouTube and uh, just look up Mackenzie Earl and I think it'll, I think it'll start to pop up some videos. And 
She will be making more of those in the future, especially after it warms back up. I have a feeling that snow may be here not to stay right now, but winter's certainly not far away. And I'm certainly glad that we have our heat back on in our house. And Mackenzie, is there any final words that you want to say tonight? Uh, my, my, my YouTube video is called Mackenzie's Farm Tour. Mackenzie's Farm Tour. There you go, folks. Mackenzie's Farm Tour. It's about 10 minutes long and it's a great opportunity for you to look at it and uh, see some of the work that she's been able to do and uh, and have some fun on the farm. And, and certainly look forward to making more of those in the future then too. Well, that folks, I certainly want to join you or thank you for joining us at the kitchen table uh, where the table comes in different sizes and shapes. But the one guarantee is that there will always be enough seats around the kitchen table. And I'm super uh, blessed and super happy that Mackenzie, my oldest daughter tonight, was more than willing to join our conversation around the kitchen table. And it just really means a lot. And so, folks, with that, I want to wish you a happy and healthy Thanksgiving weekend on behalf of both Kyle and I. And we look forward to visiting with you next week as we embark on a new chapter of the kitchen table. Thank you.